One of the weakest arguments I've heard online in support of Israel we will talk about. Also, things that you're giving up because of the economy, according to BuzzFeed, and schizophrenia of World Mental Health Day. We are going to talk about that today. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. So very glad you are joining me. A lot to talk about today. By the way, thanks to Christine on Patreon, who just upped her pledge from $4.99 to $9.99. Thank you very much. And if you would like to support the show, just go to patreon.com forward slash reallycorel to show your support. Uh, all right, so I've been posting shorts on YouTube of the show, and they've been getting thousands, tens of thousands of views. And a lot of the people don't like me, hate me, and are disagreeing with me. Now, the Palestinian-Israeli conflict war that is going on, and what's up with the world right now? We got Ukraine and Russia at war. We've got Israel at war with Hamas, and Hamas isn't even a state or a country. They're just an organization. Uh, we've got Syria, Lebanon. We've, got, we've almost got a world war going on with just little factions. Instead of it being a declared world war, uh, it's like the world is at war. Uh, and it's, it's frightening. It's actually kind of frightening. Uh, because it could be leading to a world war. This is how world wars start. Uh, and these are the regions that they start in. Uh, so as you know, just a horrific attack from Hamas in Israel. And now Israel, the fourth largest army in the world, is pummeling the hell out of Gaza. Uh, and is talking about taking it completely over. Just, just occupying it all. Uh, and online, uh, on my article or on my uh, post where I said that neither side is going to make any headway because both sides think they're right, both sides will admit no wrong, uh, and therefore there's never going to be any progress made. You know, they're, they're, everyone in the world wants a two-state solution except Israel uh, and maybe some of the Palestinians, but that's the only solution, a two-state solution. You know, where there is a Palestinian state and an Israeli state. And when I talk about that online, people say, no, this land belongs to the Jews. And it belongs to the Israelis or the Jews because God gave it to them. I have seen that online as a comment under my video almost 50 times now. Israel belongs to the Jews because God gave it to them. Now, I don't mean to offend anybody out there, but that is the most weak-ass excuse for a country existing that I have ever heard. First of all, God would never, ever, if there were a God, and there is not as written, but if there were a God, God would not be into real estate. God would say, I made the entire planet. I made the entire planet for all of you. All of you live in peace and harmony on this planet. That's what an omnipotent being would do. Not the omnipotent being in the Bible, the Bible which is a work of fiction by many men who never met Christ. Not in the book of the Quran, another book written by men. Not in the Torah or the Talmud, because God wouldn't be into two things, authoring books or real estate. Do you really think an omnipotent being is going to actually sit down and write a book or, or tell you, or even better, 
an omnipotent being that can create all, create the heavens and the earth and all the galaxies, couldn't send down his own scripture, okay? Couldn't, couldn't write it down himself, all of it. Not just Ten Commandments, but all of it, the whole book. He would leave that part up to man? So I'm not going to go into the ridiculousness of religion. Religion is ridiculous. Belief in a deity is ridiculous. I'm not, it's the 21st century. I'm just not going there. If you have that belief, that is your belief. If it works for you, good for you. But you believe in a fairy tale. And maybe your fairy tale will come true one day. Maybe it won't. Probably not. But the notion that any country on a planet exists because God willed it to be is the most asinine reason that I have ever heard. Because what is God? A Remax real estate? What, what is he? Does he work for Keller Williams? I mean, what is God? A real estate agent and an author. That's what God is. So your God, that's what he is. He's a real estate agent and an author. Oh, and a big judger even though, you know, judge not, lest ye not be judged. You know, so we have this ridiculousness, but let's go to this argument. Let's go to the argument that God created Israel. What about the God that said, turn the other cheek? That when you're slapped in the face, turn the other cheek. Doesn't seem like the Israelis are turning another cheek. So if their land was given to them by God, aren't they supposed to follow God's rules? Isn't one of God's rules in the commandment, thou shalt not kill? Definitive, like period. There's no asterisk, unless it was on the tablet and Moses just didn't transcribe it properly, but there's no asterisk on thou shalt not kill. And nowhere in the Ten Commandments does it say it's okay to kill if someone hurts you first. In fact, the opposite's in the Bible. That if someone harms you, you are to turn the other cheek. You are to forgive. But no, no. So they'll rely and say that the Bible gave the Israelis Israel. But in that same Bible that says, turn the other cheek, love thy neighbor as I would love thyself, which their neighbor would be the Palestinians. All that goes out the window because the Palestinians or the Hamas chooses to be bad. It doesn't say in the Bible, if someone chooses to be bad at you, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. It is not for them to retaliate. That's for God. So how is it that God is used as a convenience to judge people, to rule people, but to actually follow what God says would be so hard that humans don't do it? Now you might say, oh no, in the Bible, God said, go smoke this person. Yeah, Old Testament, very, you know, turn or burn. New Testament, all about love, forgiveness, loving thy neighbor. God would be against war, just like boy George was. War, war is stupid, and people are stupid, and I heard the banging of hot sand. You see, boy George did not like war. No more war, no more war, no more war. So how come Boy George is holier than the people waging the wars? He also looked good in the 80s. Oh my God, just watching some of his old videos. Jesus Christ, that man, well, he was very androgynous, so that, that they looked good. So 
That's the weak argument, that Israel belongs to the Jews because God gave it to them. Because if God gave it to them, then they can't attack anybody because God says, turn the other cheek. If God gave it to them, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. If God gave it to them, Jesus let them crucify him. And God the Father did not smote them all for killing his son. But it's okay to smote for some rockets? So the whole religious argument about this just doesn't hold up. So let's just, let's just stop that right in its tracks. It doesn't hold up. Okay? Second of all, you need to understand what this region was about prior to 1948. There were two groups of people living there, the Arabs and the Jews. And by treaty, by treaty, we told the Arabs that the Jews now control everything. So you can still live in your house, but you have no say. You will, have, you will not vote for the government. You will live where you are told to live. And I do not support Hamas, and I do not support the senseless killing of anybody. I also don't support Israel just lobbing missile after missile after missile and using the fourth largest army in the world to kill thousands of civilians to prove a point. I don't condone either of their actions. They're both wrong. And that's where we are in America. We won't say they're both wrong. Because you'll, they'll say, well, the Jews didn't start it. The Jews don't kill innocent people. The Hamas started it by killing innocent people. So your response to them killing innocent people is to kill innocent people? Because not everyone in the two million in Gaza are terrorists. So the response on both sides is to kill more people. That's dumb. Peace. We need peace. We need a two-state solution. Peace. Peace. Join Carell in Long Beach, California, October 21st, as he is placed on the Rainbow Wall in the Equality Plaza in the Harvey Milk Promenade Park, 185 East 3rd Street, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. That's October 21st, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. in Long Beach at Harvey Milk Promenade Park as Carell and Andrew are recognized for their contributions to the LGBTQ community. Come out and support Carell as he is honored as part of Carell and Andrew at this special event. Okay, I am not quite ready to move on yet because I really want to talk about peace. Peace is hard. We haven't had worldwide global peace since, the, since man, since mankind, because peace is hard and humans are flawed. We are not divine. I don't mean the fabulous drag queen. Uh, we, you know, we are not godly because it appears that only God can forgive people who trespass against him. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That, you know, it all sounds good, but we're human. So when someone attacks us, we immediately want to attack them. And we use their attack as justification. Here in this country, if someone attacks you, you can kill them. That's justifiable homicide. If you feel threatened for your life, then you can in fact take theirs. That's not biblical. That's not what Christ would do. That's not what a deity would do. So if there is gonna be peace in this region, 
Both sides are going to have to want it. Hamas is going to, yes, they're angry. And yes, they do have some valid points, but they can't keep killing innocent Jews. They just can't. That's not the way to peace. You never get peace by killing innocent people. That's not how it works. And every time Hamas kills innocent Jews, Jews can't retaliate and kill innocent Palestinians. This is not how you get to peace. And this has been a problem ever since 1948. My entire life, this region has been a problem. Why? Because they both feel they're entitled by God to be there, but then they don't act very godly while they're there. Now, I'm not blaming Israel. They were attacked. 700 plus people killed. Innocent people just going about their day, going about their lives. Grandparents, children. You don't kill those people. Not for a political cause. That helps nobody. So you don't, you know, so this notion, but then the notion that if someone does do that, that the way to beat them down is to kill them, that never brings peace. And so maybe neither side wants it. Maybe they both like the, the years and years and years and years and decades of war. Maybe it's good for their economy. I don't know. Someone must like it. It must be good for somebody. Otherwise, there would have been a solution before now. Jimmy Carter tried. Clinton tried. Biden has tried. Mandela has tried. So many people have tried. But because this hatred is so deep-seated, the Jews hating the Palestinians for all the senseless attacks and deaths, the Palestinians hating the Jews for all the senseless attacks and deaths and taking up their homeland. And then make, and then the apartheid system that, you know, the Jews have beaten the Palestinians, but not into submission. They've made them angry. They've beaten that dog so much that all it wants to do is attack. That's all it knows how to do. And so the answer, kill all the Palestinians. Is that the answer? Wipe out 2 million people in Gaza? cut off their food, cut off their water, starve babies, starve old people, deprive them medicine, that's their answer? Bomb buildings into nothingness, that's their answer. It's always their answer and it never works, ever. Just like with Hamas, their answer is always to commit acts of terror. Does it ever work? Has it ever once gotten them their goal? No. So both sides, their methods have never worked. Israel will say, well, we have tried and we have tried and we have tried. Have you really? Have you given back the occupied territory? Have you created an independent state of Palestine? Well, no and no. Well, then you haven't really tried, have you? And Hamas, oh, we've tried and tried. Have you? Have you ever not lobbed rockets? Have you ever not kidnapped people? Have you ever not killed innocent people? Well, no. Well, then you haven't really tried, have you? Neither side has really tried to bring lasting peace to the region because just like I said on Monday, neither side is willing to admit A, they've done things wrong and B, that they need to make concessions to make things right. But I'll tell you what is wrong totally. Killing each other, bombing each other, killing innocent people, no matter whether you're justified in that cause or not. We're guilty of it as a country, the United States, 
Every major country is guilty of it. Russia's killing innocent people in Ukraine right now. Syrians are killing innocent people in Lebanon. On and on and on. And, you know, the government leaders, they don't suffer. They're fine. They're often, you know, sequestered somewhere. They're fine. It's the actual people in the streets that are suffering. And they did nothing to deserve it. The Israelis, the 700 that were killed, did nothing. The 260 at that music festival did nothing to deserve that. They did nothing to have paratroopers tr come in via uh, parachutes and attack them. They did nothing to deserve that. Nothing. They're not the ones being oppressive to the Palestinians. They're not the ones harming anybody. It's Benjamin Netanyahu. But did he have anything happen to him? No. Instead, you got grandmothers being abducted. You got young kids at a music festival being killed. That's horrific. Hamas, shame on you. Shame on you, Hamas. And then Israel. Well, we'll respond by cutting off Gaza. We'll bomb the hell out of it. We'll stop food, water, electricity. Oh, well, that's not going to kill innocent people, is it? Of course it is. Shame on you, Israel. What would you have them do? Diplomacy. Diplomacy. Find out who ordered the attack on the people. Find out who's responsible for the 700 people and bring that person to, to justice. Find out who in Hamas said, let's do this. Find out the people who actually fired the missiles. Prosecute those people. But to just start killing people in Gaza? We need peace in this region and in the world. If we are going to survive as a species, we're not going to survive as a species at this rate. We're not. The planet's trying to kill us, and now we're killing each other in record numbers, even here in America. How ridiculous our country is, where we are so divided that people would go to war with each other, that they would talk about civil war over an asshole like Donald Trump. They would actually talk about breaking apart this great nation because they're so fucking stupid that they follow this grifter or because they're so racist or bigoted and they're certainly not religious. They say they are, but they're not. Because if they were religious, they'd love everybody as they love themselves. They would not judge anybody. They would simply allow their neighbors to live in peace. They would not legislate their religion. So they're not godly. They're no more godly than Hamas is godly. They're no more godly than some Jews are godly. Because to be godly is to forgive. To be godly is to let, jo let God do the judging. The Lord would not be for capital punishment. Maybe in the Old Testament, but not in the New. And so, on this day of wars everywhere, and on this day where a horrific, horrifying thing happened to the Israelis, and now horrific and horrifying things are happening, happening to the Palestinians, all that's left in that scenario is horror. That's all that war brings, horror. War never brings anything good, ever. It just brings pain and suffering and horror. And it should be the absolute last thing that you do. This notion of someone attacks me, I have to attack them, that's what's killing us. And then they attack the wrong people. 
You want to take out Hamas? Take out its leaders. This notion that you're just going to start bombing and, and killing people in apartments and everything else, that's ridiculous. You want to deal with what happened in Israel, kill the people that caused it. The rank and file, they don't deserve to have their power cut off. They don't deserve to not have food. They don't deserve to not have water just because their leaders chose to do something. Kill the leaders if you must kill somebody. Instead, I'm seeing the leaders do news programs. What an effed up mess it all is. What a mess. And that brings me to the schizophrenia of World Mental Health Day, which was yesterday, Tuesday. We're going to talk about that when we come back because they want you to take care of your mental health. They want you to be happier and be more content. How on earth is that possible in today's world? If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. Hey, what are you doing October 21st? Why not join Carell in Long Beach, California, as he is placed on the Rainbow Wall in the Equality Plaza in the Harvey Milk Promenade Park, 185 East 3rd Street, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. That's October 21st, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. in Long Beach at Harvey Milk Promenade Park as Carell and his late partner Andrew are recognized for their contributions to the LGBTQ community. Come out and support Carell as he is honored as part of Carell and Andrew at this special event. It is the Corel cast, and I am Corel, and I'm not going to beleaguer this a lot, but I will say this. Yesterday was World Mental Health Day because guess what? A lot of people are not well mentally, okay? There's a lot of people with stigma and with conditions and all of that. We need to stop that. The brain is like any other organ in the body. It can get sick, and if it is, it needs treatment, and there's no shame in that. There's, there's nothing. It's, it's just a medical thing, but I find it schizophrenic that in a world at war, in a world where, the, where our economy is a mess, where people are struggling every day just to meet their needs, you tell them, oh, and don't forget to be happy. <laughs> and that's, I mean, really. Oh, and don't forget to take care of your mental health. We know you have to work 10 hours a day and then you gotta have time with your family and then you gotta deal with these crises and blah, blah. But don't forget, you've gotta take time for you. You've got, what a bunch of bullshit. You want World Mental Health Day to actually mean something? Then how about create a society where people can have positive mental health, where money is taken out of the equation, where no person in the United States or world has to worry about food, water, electricity, housing, medical care because of money, where they never have to worry about that, where that is taken care of. If they don't have the money for it, they're still taken care of. You want happiness. You want better mental health. You want people to stop shooting each other with guns. You want people to stop flipping out and flipping over the edge. Start being nicer to people. Corporations, start treating people like humans. Employers, start paying fair wages. Start treating people like the valued employees that they are. Stop treating people like chattel. You know, you want National Mental Health Day to mean something? Stop incarcerating more black people than you're putting in college. Stop discriminating against blacks, white, browns, gays. Stop causing women trauma if they should get pregnant. 
You can't create an unhealthy world and then tell people to be healthy in it. That's schizophrenic and that's exactly what we've done. The climate is killing us. We're doing nothing about it. You feel the effects every day. The economy is getting worse, although they tell you it's getting better. You see the effects every day. The world is at war. The United States is divided just into horrible horribleness. Oh, but don't forget to be happy. The only way mental health will improve globally is when we realize you have to treat everybody with dignity, with respect, with kindness, with love. When we realize that work isn't the be-all, end-all of life and that you are not tied to your job, you are not who you work for. When we tell people that if they're going to switch to electric cars, they ain't got to pay $70,000 for it. That if, you know what I mean? We create a terrible world in which to live unless you are mega wealthy and then tell the people, but don't forget to be well mentally. Who could be, you know, who? Who in today's world that pays attention? You, the only way you can be mentally healthy in today's world is to completely ignore today's world. That is the only way to be healthy in it to completely ignore it, to unplug, move off the grid, and not know what's going on. Only then could you probably achieve some modicum of mental health. And as long as money is a factor in our lives, we will always, always have poor mental health because of all the things we have to do to make money. Speaking of which, uh, BuzzFeed wrote, uh, published an article that I talk about here on the show all the time. Uh, they said people are sharing everyday things that they are no longer that have gotten too expensive and that they're living without. Uh, and this was done on Reddit. Number one was most fast food. Someone said I went to grab fast food the other day for some, first time in years and was shocked at how expensive it is. It's the same price as eating in a restaurant, so why wouldn't I go? That is true. I checked it out. For one person to eat a fast food meal, it's anywhere between ten and twelve dollars. Three more bucks and you've got a regular restaurant. Fast food is terrible for you and now it's too expensive so people are giving it up. Streaming services, people are giving them up or they're rotating it. They're doing free TV uh, or they're subscribing to one, watching all their shows, canceling that one, subscribing to another, watching all their shows, canceling that one uh, because they just, they can't afford it. Peer-to-peer uh, -peer rentals. That means Airbnb, Verbo, those sort of things. They've gotten so expensive with so many hidden fees that a hotel is now not only cheaper, but offers more amenities and you don't get dinged for fees because you didn't like push a chair in or something. And so people are like, look, Airbnb, too expensive now. Just better to have a hotel. And they're right. I looked into Airbnb for Long Beach and I actually got the Hilton cheaper. Uh, junk food, $6 for a bag of chips. Uh, someone said, I'll eat some baby carrots and hummus. It's better for me and cheaper. Good. Uh, soda, too expensive. Uh, beer and alcohol. They say beer is now 2 to $3 a can. So they're like, nope. Uh, a lot of unnecessary products from the grocery store. I used to drink sports drinks. The price went up 60%, so I don't buy those anymore. Uh, I would occasionally buy theater boxes of candy. Those went up 50%, so I don't buy those anymore. Number six, I talk about this all the time about being in Vegas, concerts. By the time all extras and fees are applied, they're completely out of reach. Uh, someone said, I, went to see Blunk, I wanted to see Blink-182, but I couldn't justify $400 with fees for, for bad seats. 
uh, cheap cuts of beef like brisket or London broil. Those used to be the cheap cuts. Now they're saying they're way too expensive, so they're giving up barbecues. Fixing things. They say that fixing things, which they used to love to do, it's now cheaper to just buy another one. So having items repaired. Nope. Getting regular haircuts. $40 now for a haircut. So they're like, nope, I'll just cut my hair at home. I haven't been to a barber in five years. Uh, let's see. I used to like stopping off to buy coffee, but screw the $6 lattes now. Yes. My friend Steve will drive through Starbucks in the morning. He'll get an oatmeal and a latte. It'll be $11. So, yep, nope. Trips to theme parks. Uh, because it could be up to $4,500 to go and travel to a theme park and go to the theme park. So they're like, nope. And admission to theme parks has, has anywhere from eighty. Uh, up to $200. Nope. Number 12, going out drinking. They're like, nope. <laughs> Number 13, buying a new car. Even the crap entry-level models with no options will run you almost $30,000. I've talked about that a lot. Number 14, watching movies in theaters. Yep. Someone said I spent $70 to see the creator the other night. $28 for the pair of tickets, $38 on the uh, concession stand. Not to mention $40 on pre-movie chips, queso. It was a $100 night out. And then thrift stores. They say thrift stores have become crazy expensive. And they're right. What have you given up? Tell me down below or email me. I am Carell. Be who you want to be. So I'm going to hurt you, buddy. What have you given up in the new economy? I want to hear. Tell me down below. Oh, live sporting events or eating out and box cereal. Hey, it's Carell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really Carell. That's youtube.com forward slash really Carell for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really Carell. That's patreon.com forward slash really Carell. My website is reallycorell.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, really Carell. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.